Welcome to the Life's Hard Succeed Anyway podcast, where you will hear transformational stories, positive encouragement, and practical strategies to help you grow your mindset, reach your potential, live your dreams, and experience a purpose-driven, impact-filled life. Here's your host, Alan Blaine. All right, this is Alan Blaine, and I am fired up to interview our special guest today, Marcus Callius. Let me tell you a little bit about Marcus, all right? Marcus is an eight-figure serial entrepreneur and founder of multiple eight- and nine-figure businesses. You'll get to hear a little more about that in just a second. Over his 25-year-plus career, he grew his supplement company from a startup to a $170 million company and helped clients worldwide, get this, lose over 3 million pounds. He has impacted the lives of over 10 million people. And as a thought leader in the industry, he advises multiple eight and nine figure companies on growth strategies and has been featured in major media publications such as PBS, Fox News, Apple TV, and CNN, just to name a few. Marcus's name is now in the Guinness Book of World Records as he recently spoke at a conference on financial literacy, which broke the attendance record. You have to tell us about that here in a second, Marcus. And with an online following of over 300,000, Marcus shares daily insights with his community spanning business strategy, mindset, health, and faith. Through his new venture, playabiggergame.com, Marcus is bringing together the world's greatest minds and sharing lessons learned from his entrepreneurial journey over these past 25 plus years to help other high achievers break free from imbalance and feelings of discontent so they can find fulfillment beyond their career success, which obviously is so important. Marcus, welcome to the Life's Hard Succeed Anyway podcast, brother. You ready for this? Oh, Alan, what an intro. Thank you so much, brother. I've been so excited about this ever since we met, man. You're such a good dude. I, I'm psyched to be here, psyched to bring it for the audience. And I have a question for you to get started. Fire away. By the end of this podcast, what will it have taken for you to say, that was an amazing podcast? That's a great question. And you know, you're, you're just on the fly asking me that. I love to on the fly answer it. And here's your answer. Deliver half the value half the energy or more, if you like, that you delivered at the Dad Edge Summit that we both attended together back in October. How's that? I love it, brother. I promise to bring the full, full, full juice. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Hey, it's going to be awesome. I've been looking forward to this as well. And I've given our listeners just a brief overview of who you are and a little bit of your massive success over the last 25 plus years. But if let's kick it off by you just sharing in your own words, kind of you know, in fast forward your life from childhood to now or as back as far as you want to go. Like, how did you get to where you are today? Oh, I love that. I love that we're starting off there, Alan, because I get told a lot, you know, people see my resume, they hear my resume, they see the accolades or whatever you want to say. And a lot of people find it hard to go, you know, I don't necessarily relate to Marcus anymore. So I love talking about my past because I believe my story is truly a story of if I can do it, anybody can do it. I'm such a firm believer in that. I wasn't born with some brilliant mind, in my opinion, any leg up at all, although I am 6'6", so that did help. Yeah, you are. Uh, But but let's take it back. My first 16 years of my life sucked. I did not enjoy those first 16 years. I came from a broken home. Uh, They divorced at seven, but the truth is 
I never got to see love in my home. They weren't in love. And that, that was a lot of years of that. And then we were quite poor. So my dad was out of the picture, sadly. My mom now had to go back to work full time and she's going to school full time. Praise God for her doing that. But I was there on my own, learning about everything on my own. And it was a sad life. I grew up super skinny. When I was six foot four, I got this crazy growth spurt to six foot four. I was 120 pounds. It did not look, wow. it did not feel good. And shocker, the bullies really liked me. The girls, not so much. And it was, I just believed everything that was said about me. And we have all of this victim mentality at our disposal at it. Nobody blamed me for having that victim mentality. You know, oh, you poor thing, you poor thing, you poor thing. Yeah, that's worth nothing to us. And so there was one day my dad came back into the picture and he offered to take me on a trip with his new family. And of course I said, yes. And I'll never forget, I was on the plane on our way to Maui. And again, growing up with nothing and now going to Maui, I was like, oh my goodness. But I really felt God speak to me and say, where you're going? People don't know you. People don't know that you're picked on. People don't know that girls don't like you. So what if you just changed your story? What if it was a choice? And I truly stepped off that plane a totally different human being. And right away, that's how people saw me. I was hanging with the coolest dudes. I was going on dates. I was a completely different human being. And one of my favorite parts of that story is wherever you are at today, whatever your story is, whatever you think your lot in life is, you can change it right now. You can just make that decision. It truly is a choice. Now, people go, it can't be that easy. Well, Actually, it is. It starts right here. Now, will you have to do a ton of work to now change your many stories to align with who you are now? Of course. No one said that part was going to be easy. But the choice is yours and you can make it today. And ever since that moment, I've been on this unbelievable trajectory for an incredible life that I didn't think I deserved even slightly. So I want to encourage everybody who's listening, who heard that, who might have resonated with some of that like. Are you telling me I can make that change? Yes. What if? What if it was just a choice? And what if you made that choice right now to do things differently? I love that so much, Marcus. And I think everyone's carrying around some level of insecurity and carrying that from childhood, really. I mean, I can think back as I'm hearing your story. I'm like, oh man, the things that people said about my ears sticking out and calling me Dumbo and having a bubble butt, which I guess some people might like to have nowadays, but was it, <laughs> but, but it was like these little, they sound silly when I say them today at 51 years old, but they were so huge then. And for so many years of my adult life, even I carried that, those insecurities with me to a degree, I guess they're still there, but they're so almost insignificant. Now I can talk about it and it's just not a big deal. It's not a thing. But there's so many listeners, there's no doubt. I mean, this podcast has been blessed to be large enough now that there's plenty of people hearing your story and going, oh yeah, I'm still holding my limiting beliefs or holding on to that baggage. What do you say to those people, to that person, I should say, that's sitting there going, is it really that simple? I mean, come on, it sounds good. Sounds good for you, Marcus, you know, but it's not that easy. Mm. What do you say? Alan, I love this question, brother. Thank you. Listen, anybody who's listening who's feeling that way, I'm telling you, you can just lay down that baggage. And there's no shame in your thoughts. Listen, we all still have it. Even Marcus, who's very well put together now and has so many great things going on in life. I still have to deal with bizarre stuff. I look in the mirror on some days and I see this skinny kid being 12, 13 years old. I literally look in the mirror sometimes and I go, oh man, Marcus, 
And I have to shut that voice up. I have to figure out habits that I can create to override that voice. So there's no shame in it. So anybody who's going, well, Alan and Marcus, they don't have to deal with this stuff anymore. We absolutely do. That's the crazy and fun thing about this planet, this world that we're in, is that we all deal with the same crap. We all have crazy stuff going on in our heads. It's just some of us have learned how to deal with it and quiet the negative voice and raise the volume up on that excited, positive voice. And then you listen to that and take more action on that. And you shut that up more. When you recognize, ah, that's a fearful thought. That's a negative thought. What if you just turn the volume down so you can't hear it anymore? And then you turn this one up. Yeah, I do look good today. I am going to go dominate today. Now, if you feed those, those feelings, those emotions and lean into it, shocker, the world does bow to you. Like the world is ready to accept you as a more confident person. There's so few people out there with that level of confidence that when people see it, they're like, I just want to be around you. I just want to, I want to feed off of that energy. Let's, let's just spend time together. And yes, spend time with those people because it will wear off on you. I love that. And um, you're right. People do respond to it. You talked about this even last month when we met and you spoke. They respond to our posture. They respond to our body language. They respond to these things. And we respond to them, too. I mean, just psychologically, I mean, something as simple as having good posture, walking with confidence, standing with confidence versus that unconfident, weak posture, it affects our conscious and subconscious minds and it affects how people respond to us as well. So I love some of the simple things that you were sharing that day to help people practically consider the things they're doing that are affecting their results or their lack thereof, right? Wasn't that so much fun to watch everybody going around the room, shoulders back, big handshakes, yes. And it's so simple. And yet you walk away going, yeah, but I do feel better. Like, yeah, my thoughts are a little more clear. I'm a little more confident in my thoughts too. That is that simple, everybody. If you're sitting here watching and you have the opportunity to put your shoulders back a little bit, if I just said, be a more confident person, show me what that looks like. Show me on your body. Exactly. Your shoulders go back a bit. You're, yes, yes, I am that confident person. And it feels, it feels different. All of a sudden it's like, yeah, I could get what I want right now. Yes, let's do more of that. Yeah, it's amazing. And we've talked about this before, but when we choose to take action, whether we feel like it or not, it then affects our feelings. So many people are waiting for the feelings, the emotions to change the action. It's like, no, change the action and the feelings will follow. And that's what you're talking about. It's so important to get that. And many people haven't gotten that yet. So I appreciate you bringing that out. Brother, I love that. And let's, let's stay on this for one second. So many people think that if I get to here, if I achieve this, if I do this, I accomplish this, that's when I will feel better about myself. That's when I'll have more confidence. All the studies have shown that it's the journey to get there. In fact, when you get there, when you achieve these things, it's sadly usually a letdown because you built it up so much. So you don't have to worry about the goal. What kind of person do you have to become to achieve that goal? And that journey is what changes everything. And you put in these little habits every day, try and improve yourself just 1% every day, just that growth. That's the journey it will fill you with confidence. Why? Because confident people do confident things. And the more you build these habits, the more you're going to have this confidence inside you to say, I deserve success. I do. I know I deserve success because I have so many habits that I do every single day. 
if I'm not going to be successful, I don't know how anybody would be. That's how easy it can be. Now, you just have to put in the work. You have to put in those habits. And there are so many beautiful books and podcasts like this one that can teach you about those habits to help you change who you are today. So good, Marcus. And you were 16 years old when you made that decision? Yes, sir. Is that what you said? Yeah. And that was in Maui? Did your family move, not to get off in the weeds, but was your family moving to Maui permanently because of your dad's career? (laughs) No. Or was it a vacation? My father just came back into my life for that brief moment and invited me with his family, with his new family to go on the trip. So we were there for a little while and no, I had to come back. And you know what? For me, as much as I would have loved to have grown up in Maui for the years after that, I actually love the part of the story of coming home. Because I remember now on the flight home, I was a totally different human being. And I remember this realization, man, the people at home don't realize I'm cool now. (laughs) (laughs) And and I had to create this plan where what am I going to do differently at home? How can I make sure that I don't fall into my old routines, my old habits, and just accept the way that people were treating me? Not everybody's going to like it. In fact, very few people are going to like it. People are comfortable with who you are right now. If they beat on you or they're, they're putting you down, that's what they're comfortable with. Now that you're going to be this better version of yourself, most people are going to fight it and be like, what? Oh, you're too good to drink with us every night. You're too good for this. You're too good for that. Like They want you to stay down. And so I had to cancel a lot of people in my life and not in a negative way. I didn't have to be rude to them. I actually, for a 16-year-old, I want to say I gave good mercy. In, in just saying like, hey, I've changed. If you are willing to accept me as the new me, I would love for you to be part of this next chapter in my life. And if you can't, I totally understand, but you will be in my past chapter and I'll think fondly of you. I'm not going to think negatively of you because you weren't accepting the change. And there were a lot of people who fit into that category. That's okay. Yeah. Because I was so happy to be this newer version of myself. And since then I've reinvented myself 10 more times or more. And I love every chapter and I love all the people who are in my old chapters. Absolutely. Do you think, Marcus, it's more that they want us to not grow and remain the same for us? Or do you think it's more they want us to not grow and stay, remain the same for them to make themselves feel better about where they're at in life and so that they don't have to have a mirror shining too brightly in front of them of their lack of growth mindset and their lack of improvement in their life. Oh, Alan, you nailed it, man. And that's exactly what it is. It's not everybody has this growth mindset. In fact, very few people do. By the way, if you are this person listening right now going, I'm thinking I might make that choice today, you will be in the elite 1% of humanity making that choice ever in their lives. More than 99% of people are just happy with their lot. They're happy on the couch. They're happy watching 10 hours of Netflix per day. And they aren't comfortable with you going, yeah, but let's go work out. And that's too much Netflix. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't judge me. I've, I've, I've carved out my spot here on the couch. So you're absolutely right. They're uncomfortable with your growth and would prefer to just not be flaunting that in my face. But you be you. You have been designed to play a bigger game in life. You've been called to play a bigger game. I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you are supposed to be playing a bigger game in life. And I just want to encourage you, start today. Make the choice. Start playing it. I love it. I love it. Take us back now. Pick up the story from 16 on and you can go as quickly or slowly as you like. But how do you make that? You make this change at 16. Your life changes, obviously. 
and we haven't filled in the gap between then and you running a $170 million nutrition company. Bring us up to speed. How did that end? How did that all play out? It was, it was definitely a slow, slow process, and I'm okay with that. That's part of my story. I knew I needed to keep growing. I knew I was on the right path. Now I needed to educate myself. And I was a consumer. I, I was a consumer. I consumed as many books as I could. Podcasts, well, podcasts weren't really a thing back then, but cassette tapes were a thing back then. Yeah, cassette tapes. And I just and then CDs. Yes. And then and but more important than consumption, I put these things into action. And I can't more highly stress this to you. Don't just consume. I love that you guys are listening to this right now. I love that you're consuming it, but make sure you put it into action today. And I Praise God, I was just, I just knew I had to put this stuff into action. It was instinctual for me. I'm like, I can't just hear it. I gotta see what it does. And you know what? Part of it was it was almost like a science experiment. I wanted to see what if somebody actually did all these things these people are telling me to do. And it was really Tony Robbins who made a massive impact on me. He was such a good father figure for me, even at that young age. And I would listen to his stuff and I was like, what if? What if I did all this stuff? What if I did it super regularly and consistently and I put it all to work? And shocker, unbelievable results. I felt better every day. I grew every day. And the world started to bend to my will. And I don't want to, I, I got to be careful how much I say things like that. I mean, truly, it's, it's God's will and, and what he's done in my life. But he created, he put all these things inside me, these talent and these abilities to use for him, for his purpose, for my life. And I did it. And I did it consistently. So I started my first business because I knew I was not a very employable dude. <laughs> and one of my first real businesses was selling supplements out of my bed. And I had shelves like this on my wall. I invested every penny I had earned my whole life. And I had $15,000 of supplements on this wall. Not this wall. This is a nicer wall. <laughs> and buddies would come by and they would sit on my bed and I describe, here's what you want to take, how to take it. And we're in this together. I was always an integrity guy. I love to sell with integrity. So selling with integrity meant I had to find the best stuff because I'm going to look you in the eye and say, Alan, here's exactly what you're going to get out of this. And if you don't, you come back and see me because we're friends and we're in this together. That was awesome. I took that business and I moved it into a store. It turned into three stores. But at each step of the way, as I was growing, I just kept questioning, like, is this going to be the business that defines me? That's my mark. That's going to leave a legacy and is going to fulfill me the way I want to be fulfilled in my life. And each time I had those questions, I was like, nope, I got to play bigger. I got to play bigger again. And so from my supplement stores, I started a brand called Magnum Nutraceuticals. And that was January of 2005. And that was one of my biggest businesses. And Praise God, there's been many others since, but that was also the business that he called me to sell this year. And I exited the business, which was a super fun experience for me. And now he's calling me to my next business in January. And this is going to be the best thing I've ever taken part of. It's what I believe I've been training for my whole life, what he's been gifting me for my whole life for this business. I love it. So Magnum Nutraceuticals is the company you just did you found it or no? You founded it, correct? Yes, sir. Founded it, grew it to 170 million and just sold it. I think a few months ago, you said, is that correct? That's right. It was only two months ago that I was officially done. Okay. Yeah. And then in January, you're officially launching 
playabiggergame.com. And I want to get to that really soon. But I want to remind our listeners, we recently just launched a YouTube channel. So twice, Marcus, you've mentioned things that viewers could see on YouTube, our YouTube channel, Life's Hard Succeed Anyway, that they're not hearing here on Apple or Spotify or wherever they may be hearing this at. So just to let everybody know, when when Marcus says he's well put together, I'm just telling you he's 6'6 six, six and shredded, okay? <laughs> he's well put together. When he talks about the shelves behind him that we can see here on the video, well, you'd have to be on the YouTube channel to see that, but it is available now. And I wanted to let all our viewers know that. You had a ton of success. And again, I want to get to your playabiggergame.com for January that you're launching because I'm really excited about what we discussed that your plans are for that. But what would you say for our listeners has been one of the major keys to your success thus far? Honestly, my faith. For people who want to play this big, big game in life, they want to have big businesses. They want to have they want to have it all, which I'm such a fan of. I, I'm such a fan of people who want to have it all, who believe they can have it all. You want to have the great relationship with your spouse, great relationship with your kids, great relationship with your health, great relationship with your creator. If you don't have that relationship with your creator, by the way, this is not some pitch. This is not me jamming Christianity down anyone's throat. I just need you to know if you believe that the whole world rests on your shoulders, it's just too much weight. It's just too much. There's something bigger at play. And it's just too many coincidences for you to say it's just a coincidence. So my faith, God has just been so good to me. Now, just because I have faith doesn't mean I'm guaranteed success. Far from it. But I look at success differently. I look at challenges differently. And when I'm in dark times, and there have been tons of dark times, I just don't think they're that dark because I see the light. I see an opportunity to get out. I know that's not the end of me. I know that's not going to crush me. So I just want to encourage people, if you feel like, I don't know, maybe maybe God is calling me. Maybe God is trying to talk to me. I promise you he is. And look into it because it changes your perspective on everything. Love it. Good word, Marcus. Tell our audience what your plans are for the January playabiggergame.com. I mean, you're going from CEO, founder, owner of the nutritional supplement line to what? So uh, it's funny. I'm, I'm called the CEO chief energy officer. Thank you. John Love Gordon. it. Uh, but I'm, I'm just so psyched about this community. It's a community for people who know they should be playing a bigger game in life. We just know it. We know it in here that I'm playing too small of a game. I shouldn't be doing more. I could be doing more. I'm being called to do something more with my life. And I was that guy once and I didn't know where to turn. And I wanted to give back in this way. I mean, my whole, my whole thing these days is just to love and to serve others and to help others play that bigger game that they know they could be playing. That to me is success. When I get to witness other people succeeding in their life, rising up, becoming the better version of themselves for their family, for their children, for their business. That is so exciting. And so that's what playbiggergame.com is. It's a community. It's so full of love and service where we have group calls constantly. We have all this coaching, mentoring, masterminds, retreats, courses, all these, everything that you need to play a bigger game and then holding each other accountable in love and respect and just lifting each other up. And it's so exciting. Brother, I, uh, I can't wait to see you in there and, and be part of it. And I can't wait to hear your listeners coming in. And it's, it's going to be amazing. You seem a little excited about it, Marcus. Just a little bit. I, it's, yes. <laughs> 
I, love I haven't it. been this excited in years. I'm just, I know this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing on this planet. And I know I'm going to be serving people and lifting them up. I love it. I mean, we have that in common in the sense that, you know, we're, I think we were talking a little bit that weekend about how, you know, my background is building a corporate business that was successful and not finding the purpose and the passion and the impact, I guess, maybe even a better word in that space that I am doing now. And this podcast is just part of that whole puzzle. Like you're going to, you know, have so many things that you're going to be launching in January, but it's all about making an impact in people's lives and helping them play a bigger game. I just love it. I love it so much. Thank you. Alan, can I just say, I, I love what you're doing, brother. I'm so proud of you. Like you are really impacting people's lives. You're transforming them. And I just want to encourage you, keep doing this. I know there are times where you go, oh my goodness, this is a lot of work. This is a lot of time. I got to get more guests. And people who are listening, please show some extra love to Alan. Show him by by going and doing a review on the podcast. Go to the YouTube, leave a like, leave a comment, subscribe. This stuff makes such a difference lifting someone like Alan or myself up because you go, okay, I am making a difference. That's that's the juice I needed to keep me going for tomorrow. So I just want you to hear, brother, I'm so proud of you. I love you, man. I'm so grateful for what you're doing. I appreciate that so much. I mean, it's obvious and our listeners can see why you've had the success. One of many reasons you've had the success you've had. I mean, even in you saying that, and it really means a lot. Thank you very much. You're obviously a giver and that's the way to succeed is by helping others. So I I appreciate that very much. Has it always been easy? I mean, I think you've answered this question, but have you, have you been through any hard times or has life just been easy? And, you know, I had someone tell me earlier today, they were talking about me to somebody else and the somebody else said to the person, yeah, Alan, he's just got the Midas touch. And this friend of mine said, have you read his book? (laughs) You know, no, I don't think anybody that's had any successful marriage or successful health, fitness, or, you know, successful in business or whatever the things, whatever it is that it was easy. But I'm going to ask you, have you had some challenges along the way? And if so, what, what are one or more of the bigger challenges you face to date? Okay. So Yes. I mean, to be honest, in the last two years, by far my biggest challenges ever. By far, like not even close, because I'm playing a bigger game. When you play a bigger game, I promise you, everybody, there will be way bigger challenges. There's this bizarre mentality of, well, but if I reach this level of finance, all my problems are going to disappear. Oh my goodness. Allow me to help you out here, people, to prepare you. The more money you have, the more problems you will have as well. Like it's, it's, 100% 100% guaranteed. So yeah. So why make more? So why make more, Marcus? If, if that's true, why make more? T- tell us why make more. That's, uh, that's, a, that's an exceptional question because money is just a side effect of the things that I'm doing. It's not about, for me, it's not about the focus on money. Money will come when you're putting in this kind of work and service and, and just loving others. I'm not doing it for the money. God is deciding to put a lot of money through my hands. And I, I respect that. I'm just, I'm, I'm holding out my hands going, whatever you put in there, Lord, you, you, you may have. He has to put the money through somebody. So why not me? <laughs> but it is, I have to have that trust in him as well. Because again, talking about the weight of the world, man, more finances, more mortgages, more of this, more of that, that will crush you. So have some faith. But back to the struggles. I'd love to share one with you. It's, yeah, it's probably the biggest one of my life was uh, this little thing. I don't know if everybody's heard of it. It was called COVID. 
It happened a couple years ago. It, it apparently that's not very good for businesses. So in March of 2020, when COVID really became a thing, and it happened, if you don't remember, it happened overnight. Like we had heard about it. Uh, it's not a big deal, not a big deal. Boom, world shut down. That month, my business dropped 70%. And then the next month, it stayed down there, 70% drop. Now, I'm no drug dealer, so I don't really have the margin to handle 70% drop. And I threw myself one heck of a pity party. And I would love to be able to sit here and say, oh, it was only for 24 hours. And then I, I got to work because I'm the man, furthest thing from it. I don't remember how long it was, but I think it was 45 to 60 days of pity party. And woe is me, victim mentality. And yeah, people had so much sympathy for me. And they would have had sympathy for me all the way until my house was taken away from me. Everything was taken from me. But praise God, there was one day I just said, man, you know, some business people are going to do amazing things during this time. Wait, I'm that guy. I am not a bench warmer. I'm the starting lineup kind of guy. Marcus, get up and let's do this. It really just took that choice. I came to work the very next day. This is how crazy and instant things can change. I came to work the very next day. Now, remember, 45 to 60 days, I'm showing up as the leader with my pity party hat on. Oh, you don't know what my government's doing to me. Ah, ah, ah. So they, they were like, all right, what's this meeting about? What are you going to complain about this time? And I said, guys, things change right now. We are going to be the business that people talk about after COVID as, wow, did they do amazing things. And everybody's eyes are like, oh, come on, man. What is this motivational speech? And I just, I told them exactly what I just said to you. And one of the things I said to them is, guys, we have all this warehouse space. By the way, we just moved into a warehouse that was two and a half times the old warehouse. So I had this massive mortgage every month, horrifying, but we have all this space. I said, get me some renters. Get me somebody who wants their pallets to be in my warehouse. And they're looking at me going, don't you know that, haven't you heard the news? Everybody's going out of business. Who needs warehouse space? I said, that's such bull. Do you remember what was happening at that time with toilet paper? You think people are selling toilet paper, tissue paper, Purell, all these cleaning things. You think they don't need warehouse space right now? Their sales just went up 10x. They need warehouse space. You find it for me now. 24 hours later, we signed our first client in the warehouse for $7,000 per month. Every month we were going to collect stuff. That was just one person. Then that was one 24-hour period. You can imagine how much that turned everybody's at it. What? We've got a renter already? How? What? Things changed overnight. And it was so beautiful. And where does it come back to? It was just a mental change to go, no, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm a victim. I will have the metal around my neck. Let's freaking go. So yes, many challenges, bigger challenges, horrifying challenges. But the more you learn on this road, you will be equipped to handle those challenges. So good. So good. As, as you're telling that story, that's a phenomenal story. And what an awesome lesson for all of us to remind us of the power of choice that we have. I was thinking about was flashing through my mind was, the, the, you know, the Jim Rohn quote, I put it in my book and I'll, I'll probably butcher it right now. But he said, Jim Rohn said the same wins blow on us all the you know, same political wins, the same economic wins, the same COVID wins, the same whatever wins. It's not our destination or where we end up is not based on the wins essentially, but it's based on, he said, the set of the sale, or you could say our attitude, our choice that we make. And I just love that. It is so, it is so simple, 
but it's sometimes so hard, but it's so simple. I mean, what was it for you that, and I love your authenticity, I guess is the word. It's not in the book. We should be down for the hour a day and, you know, give ourselves a day to pout about getting punched in the face and bleeding out and then get back on our feet and keep going again with a great attitude. But that's not always reality. You said 45 to 60 days you were, you know, in victim mindset essentially, and you snapped out of it in a moment. What, what do you say to someone that goes, yeah, that sounds great. How do you do that? You got to read these books. You got to consume this, this wisdom and then put it into action. Like you've heard it here today. There, there's nothing more you need than what you've heard today to go, okay, I'm going to be on a new path as of today and then take action on it. So it's not just enough to go, all right, I'm going to be a different person. Let's see what happens. No. What does a different person, you want to be a more confident person? What would a confident person do in this situation? When you start asking those questions, your brain already knows the answers. It does. And if it doesn't, you also know how to find that stuff out. And I know there's so much crazy crap on the internet. There's so much information that that contradicts each other. But the truth is, you know in here, you do. When you read something and you're like, it doesn't sit right. Yeah, that is your intuition. That is your gut. That is the Holy Spirit telling you that doesn't sit right for a reason. And then you hear something else and you're like, that works. That makes sense. But now go on that path. Keep going every single day. Wake up. Put sticky notes all over your room to say, I am a more confident person. What would a more confident person do? I made the choice. Let's go forward. Let's grow today. If you keep growing and you keep looking at that and going, man, I am growing. I am getting better. You will have the tools in your toolbox to snap out of it. Hopefully in less than 45 to 60 days like me, I'm sure you guys can do better than me. I know you can do better than me, but there it is. There's my story. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not embarrassed of it. I'm, I thank God that it wasn't too late and my business wasn't taken away from me completely. In fact, by the way, great ending to the story. The very next year was our best year ever in business. And then the year after we set another record again. Wow. All because you made a decision to make a choice and said, let's go. And you put action behind your choice. Yes, you did. You took action. Man, I love that. How do you view your past challenges now? I mean, in light of what you've been through, and I know losing your your parents' marriage or your parents' divorce at another way, maybe more clearly at seven, I think you said that whole COVID fiasco, losing 70% of your income or revenue, sales, whatever you want to call it, in overnight, essentially in a month period, and all these things, even feeling like a zero, you said, up until age of 16, you know, and, and I'm sure there's others that we, you just haven't shared. But what have you learned? Like, what is your perspective now of challenges? Because certainly at whatever age you are now, I'm not exactly sure. We're probably not, I'm sure you're substantially younger than I am, but probably not too far behind my 51, but we've got a lot of life left. Yes. I'm 45. So so we're going to have some more, right? Yes. Brother, go ahead. I, I, I so love this question because this is really the crux of it, is how do we view our past challenges and our past issues? Number one, I love to embrace it. It isn't I'm not going to be successful in spite of that. I'm going to be successful because of my backstory. Because of my parents' divorce, I had to be super independent. Because of that divorce, I am a spectacular father and husband. Why? Because I show up every day and I'm committed to that completely. I read books. I join amazing groups like the Dad Edge so that I can be a better father. I can be a better husband. I wouldn't necessarily have done that if I didn't have my past. 
these challenges, that challenge through COVID. Do you know how many people in business should resonate with that and are like, oh my goodness, if that guy got through that, I wonder what else he could teach me. That's what's so awesome about this life. It is so beautifully laid out that if you look at those challenges, it's like, yeah, that's my awesome resume. I own it. Yeah. Does it suck those 45 to 60 days of pain? Of course, those were 45 to 60 days of the worst days of my life, but if I didn't show you guys that enough, worst days, the worst sleep, the stress, all of it. But I love it. It's because of that that I won't forget that lesson. I will, I know for certain if things happen rocky again coming up, I will flip that switch much faster because I don't want to sit through those 45 to 60 days. So here's how I view challenges today. I look at every challenge that I'm about to face as my opportunity to grow and one of the greatest gifts God could give me. Yeah, that's right. Challenges are a gift from God. You have to figure out how is that true? You have to figure out the gift in it. But the truth is, if we weren't challenged in grade one, we'd all still be in grade one. If you want to get to grade two, you have to go through these tests, these challenges, these quizzes. You have to learn this stuff. So instead of going, oh, another challenge. Oh, I'm so I'm not going to do this. I'm giving up. You're going to be stuck in grade one. Look at it to go, awesome. I get to grow again. And so every time a challenge hits now, I go, this is going to be awesome. There's going to be a gift. I'm going to grow. And look at how, if you have that mentality, how much better the days are. You'll sleep better at night. You're less likely to reach for alcohol or drugs to numb the issue. You can be creative with your thoughts on how to deal with this challenge, how to figure it out. What are you supposed to learn from it as opposed to going, I can't, I can't, I can't. You probably won't. If you are going to cocoon like that, you are not going to grow. And now, Forget about grade three or grade four, which where there's so much exciting stuff happening in grade three or grade four. You're not invited until you pass grade one. So good, Marcus. I mean, yeah, had we not been willing to go through challenges, none of us would be eating solid food, speaking our first word or walking for yes. that matter. I mean, I love that for grade. We've got to get past grade one to get to grade two. So good. And, you know, I, I was thinking, too, just recently so many people are living in the failures, mistakes, hardships, maybe, you know, parents divorce, which is no fault of their own things that were totally out of their control. And they're letting that define their future. And I think when we can apply what you're exactly what you're talking about, and we can look back and we can look at the challenges and see in them, because in every, I agree with you, every single challenge I've been through, there's, there's some bright shining light about it. Something. I mean, my own parents divorced like yours. There's something positive in that, not in the divorce itself, but there is something you don't have to look very hard to find multiple benefits or ways that it can impact your life or you can use it to impact others, as you were saying. And when you view your past that way, it changes your future. It's amazing. So I love that you shared that. Bro, that's so beautiful. Can I give one caveat, by the way, because I know there's going to be people going, yeah, but you don't understand my past. Right. You don't understand this pain that I have. I want to be really clear here. When I say I embrace it and that is my past. That's my resume and it's a gift. It really just means you have to accept it. It doesn't mean you have to celebrate it. So I don't now go, oh, I'm so glad that COVID happened. I'm so glad that all those people died and all this. Of course not. Of course not. And I hated it. I hated COVID. I hated what it turned us into. I hate that it divided us, that it broke up communities, it broke up families. People didn't get to see newborns being born. Old 
the old folks dying and not being able to be there by their side. All that's brutal. So I don't have to celebrate COVID, but I have to accept that it happened. I have to accept that this is a thing that happened. The divorce happened to me. I don't have to celebrate. Oh, thank God my parents divorced. No, but I can if I accept it. Then I can own it. That's part of my past. I don't have to fight it. Ah, it's so unjust. It's, it's not supposed to be just. The justice won't always prevail, but if you can just accept it, your life will change. I'm glad you handled that objection because I think it's important that you did or one of us did. I'm glad you did because I think, and you brought up a great example, even when last month at the event we were referring to earlier, I was referring to earlier is you use the traffic example. I mean, if I'm on my way to an event and I'm speaking and all of a sudden there's a fatality or whatever, the freeway is, the interstate is shut down and I'm stopped in a parking lot. It's like, I don't have to celebrate the fact I'm going to be late for a keynote speech. I don't have to celebrate that, but I can celebrate the shot bright and shining light, you know, finding the glass half full, finding the fact that I think you use the analogy, hey, I've got time to call my mom now. I've got time to listen to the podcast I've been wanting to listen to forever or listen to the Audible or whatever it is, instead of just fixating on the problem. You don't have to celebrate the problem, but celebrate the benefit in the problem or as a result of the problem, maybe said a different way. Well said, brother. Well said. Well, that was my paraphrase of your words. So I, I really appreciated you using that example last month. That was good. If you could go back in time, Marcus, I'm sure like me, you would love to sit down with the 16-year-old self or the 25-year-old self or whatever, or the 10-year-old and give yourself some advice. But if you could pick one thing of those things you'd share, what, what is one of those things you'd love to have known much, much earlier that you think could help our listeners? Love more and lead with gratitude. That's the thing I would shake myself mm. and just say, what if you were way more grateful for every, everything, anything, absolutely anything, just show more gratitude. Be thankful for every little thing. You were probably in the room when this quote was said. It was one of the most beautiful quotes I'd ever heard. What if tomorrow you woke up with only the things that you were grateful for today? If you didn't show gratitude today for the things in your life, they were gone tomorrow. Wow. But I'm meeting so many young dudes in their late teens, early 20s, and, I'm, and they're so grateful. Oh my goodness, I'm so grateful for the time in this conversation. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful. Like Ethan, Ethan Hegner, when he was there, 17-year-old kid, so grateful. That gratitude is what makes people like me go, oh my goodness, I want to help this kid. I want this kid to succeed. I will do whatever I have to to help that kid succeed. And so does everyone else. Everyone is so drawn to that gratitude and it's like awesome and it's so rare. So if you choose to be that gratitude kind of person, you will get ahead overnight. It's so quick how people will see it. So just start being grateful. Thank people more. Thank you so much for that. Like I honestly, I'm so grateful to be on this podcast. This podcast is amazing. When we met, I was like, this Alan guy is freaking awesome. And then you invited me on the podcast. I'm like, I'm so grateful. I will show up and bring my everything so that at the end of it, Alan goes, that was a spectacular podcast because I respect you so much and I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for what you do. And I'm also grateful for our friendship, man. I think you're just an amazing guy. I know you're changing lives. And if there's anything I can do, even 1% of 1% of 1% of something that lifts up your life more, Oh my goodness, I would be honored. That I'd be grateful for that opportunity. So please don't ever hesitate to ask for that, Alan. You and I are on the same and I want to lift you up. 
Ditto. It goes both ways. Thank you for for your kind words. And I feel the same about you, Marcus. Really appreciate that a ton. And I love you bringing up the whole point of gratitude. I mean, I was on a uh, mastermind call last night and I was sharing. I, I mean, I just asked a question of the, there was about, I don't know, 30 people on it, actually, something like that. And I said, how many, how long has it been? I mean, how often do you all get a text or an email or a phone call or in-person face-to-face communication of someone just saying, hey, I was just thinking about how much I appreciate you as a whatever, or I appreciate you for this, or I appreciate that you did that. I mean, how many texts do we get for no other reason, but this just to show gratitude? I'm like, and everybody's like, yeah, no, I'm not really ever. I'm like, well, think how you stand out when you take the time, because it's what it's being intentional and it's taking the time to express the feelings that you have of gratitude and gratefulness and thankfulness for somebody else and what they've done or who the person they are. Maybe it's their character. I mean, start thinking outside the box of what you can be grateful for in somebody it's not too hard to find and how that can impact them. And you're right. I mean, when somebody is that way and we're not doing it for so that we can see what we can get, but the side benefit of that is Yes, when that 17-year-old is so grateful and appreciative of my time that I give him or you give him, I agree. I just how much more can I give you? I mean, let's go. <laughs> you know, I love that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's great stuff. As we start to wind this up, this has been amazing. You definitely have delivered. Do you have like a favorite success quote maybe for entrepreneurs or any favorite success quote that you might be willing to share? I do. And it's uh, it's from Rory Vaden, a friend, a mentor of mine. He said that we're most powerfully positioned to help the person we once were. And I think that's so beautiful. And it really ties into me owning my past because if I didn't go through that divorce, I know that I'd be missing out on helping so many other men who maybe didn't deal with their parents' divorce as well, or they they didn't have a dad in their life. I know I'm so drawn to those dudes and those dudes are so drawn to me because we kind of see that same brokenness in each other. And because I got through it, I'm most powerfully positioned to help the next guy going through that stuff. So whatever it is that you are dealing with, whatever it is that's in your backstory, know that there are so many other people coming through that same problem who aren't dealing with it as well as you are dealing with it. You have the opportunity, the unique opportunity, the unique gift to change their lives and help them. You can save lives, whoever you are, whatever your story. So good. And you know, the temptation I think is to, for all of us is to think I'm one of the only ones or I'm in this little small community that has experienced X, Y, or Z, whatever the thing is or things are. And the more you start, I've experienced, I'm sure you have too, the more you start sharing your story and being real and open about it, people come out of the woodworks to connect with you because there's so many people that have similar stories and experiences. We're not alone. We're not alone. We're only alone if we just keep it to ourselves and don't connect with others and share. So I love that. We kind of all think we're this unique unicorn. And I don't mean to say that you're not everybody, but your problems are not. You're one of millions who are suffering from the same thing, if not hundreds of millions. And you know, it just jogged my memory. I'm speaking late in January at this beautiful conference. It's called the Lean In to Level Up Conference. And people take a look at that. It's from soulfitretreats.com. And I'm telling you that I already know the speakers who are coming. It's an unbelievable lineup of speakers. These people are opening it up and some unbelievable things have happened to these people. And the the bonding that's going to happen, the healing that's going to happen, it's in Tampa, Florida. 
It's in late January. I hope to see you there. If you're going to be there, will you reach out to me? Let me know because I want to personally say hello to you. I want to come give you guys big hugs. And um, that would be a special moment for us to share. Love it. Hey, what is one habit, Marcus, that has helped you in your success that might be a takeaway others can consider implementing? Get your workout in the morning. I think working out in the morning is so critical to my success. It really is. It gets me so focused, gets my blood flowing for the day, keeps me off of my phone. I do not look at my phone for the first 45 minutes to an hour that I'm awake. That is such a dangerous habit, by the way. If that sounds like you guys looking at the phone, jumping into emails, jumping onto social media, seeing where the fires are, I don't do that. I get dressed and I get right onto the treadmill or I get outside, go for a nice big walk. And in that walk, I spend time in gratitude. Another great way to start the day, just thinking about all the things I'm grateful for. Now entering the world with this focus of gratitude and this positive energy that I'm exuding. And I just had a workout. I'm way ahead of my day already because I've got exercise under my belt. And then all of a sudden, I can handle more in the day. I have more energy for the day. I have more strength for the day. I'm more confident because I know I've been doing the right things and I will continue to be successful because of those things. And that's a lot of good reasons. It all stems from one thing. Get up and get some exercise. I love it. I love it. So such a good word. I can relate with all of those reasons and benefits of jumping up and doing that first thing in the morning. What is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received, Marcus? Oh, wow. Forgive. Forgive. Going back to my faith, I was forgiven. It allows me to be much more of a forgiving person. But the truth is, you don't have to have faith to forgive. Know that if you don't forgive someone, it's like you're drinking poison and hoping they're going to die. It doesn't impact them by you not forgiving them, but it impacts you in billions of ways that you could not possibly understand. So pray on it. Do your best to let it go. Do whatever you need to do. Do counseling, do coaching, do mentoring, whatever it takes to forgive. It, again, going back to what we said before, it doesn't mean you have to celebrate whatever happened. It just means you have to accept it. Once you accept and you forgive, and now forgive also doesn't mean forget. If someone has hurt me really bad, I can forgive them without being like, okay, Alan, you get to come back into my life and do it to me again. No, but I can forgive and let go. When you truly let go, you are setting yourself free. And now you can be creative. Now you can be the person that you have been sent here to be. I'm telling you all who are listening, who are all watching right now, you have been sent here to be someone very specific. We need you. This world needs you to be exactly you to be exactly the person you were sent here to be. And if there's anything I can do in my power to help you become that person, I'd love that opportunity. Love it. Is there a book that you might recommend for the Life's Hard Succeed Anyway audience? Well, there's a, this beautiful book coming out in spring called Play a Bigger Game by this unknown artist called Marcus Collius. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to share that. It's, it's my life stories and more importantly, all the tools that I've used, the mindset tools and, and the stories to... It got me to where I am today. And I know that if people put these things into action, and there are so many challenges in this book to help you go, okay, I'm going to put this stuff to work starting today. It will transform your life. It will. But the current book that I absolutely love talking about, Atomic Habits. Man, if you haven't read Atomic Habits by James Clear, you got to get it. It just teaches you what a habit really is, how to develop a good habit, how to get rid of bad habits. And that will make a massive impact on your life. Love it. Hey, as we start to wrap this up here, 
What is your definition of success? You thought much about that? Sure. So for me, how I define success is helping others achieve success. It's kind of that simple. If I get to help others achieve success, whatever their version of success is, that's success to me. Uh, Success is a very lonely journey. And I know anybody who's had some good success in life is nodding their head going, yep, it gets lonelier and lonelier. So being able to pour that into somebody else to lift them up, to help them become that version of themselves that they want to become, oh, that, that to me is real success. So you don't measure it in dollars and cents? Furthest thing from it. I don't, I don't have to have any money to, to have real success in life. Like the joy, the fulfillment that comes from being around my children, being around my wife, lifting up people around me so that they're feeling successful. Like that's just, that's, that's worth celebrating. And I get it. I know that sounds a little bit rosy and it's like, well, I have to pay my mortgage. I get it. I get it. I'm sure there's a minimum number that everybody needs to hit. But I think a lot more people have that amount of money and they just, they set a goal when they were much, much younger. I mean, I had to do this many times. I had to reevaluate, wait a minute, why do I need that many millions? What, who, who told me that? Where, where did that come from? And it was like seven-year-old Marcus or five-year-old Marcus that's like, no, 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 you're successful when you have that much money. And it's like, that's, that, was a, that was a dumb kid. <laughs> that was a dumb kid. I'm smart enough to go, wait, no, I have more than enough money. I have more than enough money for lifetimes. All I need to do now is just spread extra love and serve others to help them achieve and recognize and tool their mind so that they can experience more fulfillment. So good. Well, what is the way, best way for our listeners to get your book maybe when it comes out? I think you said in January, but just to connect with you, to follow along on your journey, what, what's the best way to do that? Well, come hit me up at playvigogame.com. And listen, why don't, I'm just doing this off the cuff right now. I want to do a special for, for your listeners. Anybody who uses the code Life's Hard Free Month, I'm going to give them two free months if they buy one month. That way you're going to get to spend three months with my community. And if you put in the work, I promise your life is going to change. And I don't care if, if you didn't feel your life changed in those three months, I will happily give you your one month back. That doesn't bother me because I just know if you spend time and you actually do the work, everything's going to change. So that's life's hard, free month. It's going to give you two free months because I know this audience is the audience I want to spend my time with. I want to be in community with you guys. Other than that, hit me up at social, in social media at Marcus Collius, which I know that's super easy to spell, but it'll be in the notes. Yep. Uh, Instagram, I'm on Instagram, Marcus Collius. I just want to pour out the love and support for you guys. I believe in you. I know you could be playing a bigger game and I would love to be part of that. Alan, You are doing amazing things, brother. Keep changing lives. I so appreciate you having me on here. I love spending this time with you, brother. Did I deliver? Did I did I do what you wanted me to do? You delivered and then some. I so appreciate you taking time to to, all the way from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Am I correct? I don't know if you're home today. True story. I am. Okay. Yeah. So all the way. I appreciate it. Home run, grand slam, tons of value for our listeners. In fact, so much so, I want to give you one more opportunity to, to, put, to give them the last word as we close this out. Oh, wow. Okay. What, what haven't we gone over yet? Yeah. Any, your topic. I'm going I'm to reiterate one more thing. When you see a choice, a challenge come up in the next 24 hours, recognize it for what it is. Recognize it and try to have your first thought be, 
Marcus said this is a gift. How can I see this as a gift? If you ask that question and then you try to answer that question, you will find the gift. And I promise you, you are going to look at that challenge in a very different way. And that might be the start of how you look at all challenges from now on. And you will be someone who is now on the express lane to success in every aspect of life. Marcus has been awesome. Thank you so much for your time, brother. Pleasure was mine. God bless you, brother. If you love this podcast, grab some of Alan's free resources on his website at alanblain.com, spelled A-L-L-A-N-B-L-A-I-N.com. You can also find links to Alan's Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok there in his contacts page. Lastly, if you can leave a five-star review for us on your favorite podcast app, that will get these messages out to more people and it will really mean the world to us. Thanks in advance and make it a great day.